You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Mallory. So Mallory is from North Carolina and currently lives in Los Angeles. She's in real estate and founder of Graffiti Library, which is a platform for artists bringing art-inspired goods into your home. Beautiful. Welcome to the show, Mallory. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. So you're currently single and living it up. How long have you been single? And is this by choice or circumstance? I would say I've been single kind of my whole life, but then I've had like, you know, dating and here and there. Definitely haven't met the one or really been in love. I guess the last time I dated someone kind of serious was like two years ago. Mm, yeah. And then so is that the the style of relationships that you feel most comfortable with yourself or is it something that you're that you're sort of hoping to find the one? I think maybe I just haven't been ready and I've kind of dated what suits my lifestyle. So like sometimes I want to date somebody that I want to party with, somebody that, you know, just not as serious, definitely serious conversations and I've loved, but just Mm -hmm. not to that next level. Interesting. And do you feel that it's like having the ability to sort of dance around based on the, the different needs that you have? Like if you if you do need to have someone that you can be deeply emotionally connected with, you can go to one guy. And then if you want somebody that, who's like the life of the party, you can go to another guy. I mean, Is- yeah, I think I had an experience where I dated two men at the same time for a significant amount of time. And they know. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I think it wasn't like a talked about situation. It was kind of just an open, respectful I'm not trying to make anyone jealous or hurt anyone's feelings, but this is just kind of where we are. And I'm sure they were doing their own thing too. But in that moment, I felt like that was the best relationship I've ever been in because I had both of them. (laughs) Whatever one lacked, the other one made up for. It's like Blake Blake Lively in the movie Savages. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And there was definitely like six months where I was like, this is the best relationship. But I mean, the thing is, is stuff like that doesn't last. I mean, somebody gets hurt somewhere it ends, someone wants more, doesn't, or, you know, and actually in that relationship, I think I just decided that I needed to make sure that I could be alone Mm -hmm. because I had two people that I was kind of like, I felt like I went through a double breakup when it was Mm. over. Yeah, it was definitely hard. I mean, the consistency of sex and friendship and, you know, having neither one, which was my choice, which was really hard. But then that was like two years ago. And since then I've learned how to be alone. How did you cope with that? Like what were like what was your strategy of being able to move on? And because like to your point, having two people and having none and then having being alone, like how did you get by? I mean, I honestly I think there was like three months of like crying. I mean, I was kind of heartbroken. It was hard, but I knew I was making the right decision. I remember one of the guys I thought maybe I wanted to get serious with, and I had a conversation with my mom, and she's like, you know, do you think he's ever going to be the guy that you want him to be? And I waited so long for him to Mm -hmm. want to be with me. And then when I got the opportunity, I was like, wait, this isn't even really the guy that I want. Maybe it was all a game. Maybe it was all a chase. 
And that was just a moment where I was like, okay, I need to learn that I can do this without depending on men and I can just be alone. And it was tough and it was sad and there was no sex. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you figure it out and then, yeah. You knew in your gut it was right for you. I knew it was just right that neither one of these guys were going to be my husband. I'm not a spring chicken. And it was kind of like maybe this was my year to focus on myself, focus on work. And then I'll be more prepared and maybe date better men. Yeah. And so one thing I'm just curious about that, did you end it with both of them at the same time or were they in some capacity related? Because it's it's interesting that both of the relationships ended at the same time. They did. Yeah. I feel like one of the relationships was definitely more sexually dominant. And he was my friend and we were having sex and he was someone that I really cared about. It was for probably four years. And he was just somebody that I didn't want to let go. Like Mm -hmm. I like, you know, how he made me feel. And the other guy was, you know, definitely more of, is there a future with this guy? Where is it going? And I just came to realization that like, I didn't have a future with either one of these guys. Mm. (laughs) I've been sleeping with these guys for so many years. And it was like, this is just, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Interesting. So you basically pulled the plug and you said, okay, I need to, this isn't part of my future. And so I need to protect my future self by. I mean, yeah, but I wasn't that strong. I definitely went back and there were yeah. definitely like late night calls and I'm alone. <laughs> do you talk to either of them today? In this moment, I do not. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The, one of them, I kind of like rekindled and then I just had that same feeling all over again. Like this mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, and that was like the more sexually dominant relationship. And that maybe because of COVID, I just kind of wanted to, you know, concentrate on other things. And, you know, people say like, you can't ever meet the one if you're still hanging on to these other ones. And it's like, maybe I need to know what it's like to not be having sex. And then that'll like, <laughs> encourage me to want to meet somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Tell, tell me a little bit about, you know, what, you are manifesting in that ideal match, you know, the one, what, what does that relationship look like? Love, adventure, travel. I don't know exactly how I feel about marriage. I'm not opposed or against it, but I don't have to be married to be in love. I mean, which I've never loved anyone to want to know that I want to marry them. So it kind of puts me in that situation. But yeah, I mean, I look, I want somebody that makes my life better. Like somebody that doesn't hold me back, somebody that like sees my good qualities, which I think that I have a lot and appreciate it. I mean, I think that's a big part, but I think dating in LA, like there's always another girl just DMing him. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. I mean, it's only a direct message away. <laughs> really what everyone said. Standards are different. Like to be a guy, like to move on, like all a girl has to do is be pretty. Like I have, you know, way different standards when I meet a guy, like, do I want to sleep with him? Like he has to be a little bit more than good looking. <laughs> mm. So there's the physical. So we, we let's get into the physical first and then let's, let's look at to what psychological and, and like other qualities like a man needs to have in order to, to feel like it's a connection that's going to last. Let's talk to the physical first. So okay. obviously there's, you know, there's something that draws you into, to a man. What is it? Is it? You know, is he is he tall? Is he is he blonde? Is he? I don't have a I don't have a dark skinned like. I don't have. I would like to try dark skin, but I haven't been there yet. I'm working on that. There you go, guys. <laughs> but I do like I like older men. I like guys that have 
gotten out of their, you know, they're not super focused on work anymore. They've already kind of accomplished a lot. So back to that adventure relationship mm-hmm. where maybe they've already been married, maybe they've already had kids and they're ready for like wife two, who's like the younger, more fun wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I want someone who's been through one marriage. <laughs> like I want somebody that's done it. And now they're ready just for something fun and easy and good. And I do like, I like balds. I like big, strong. When I say big, maybe like alpha, like walking in the room, but doesn't necessarily need to be tall. I think a guy that's shorter with some swag is, you know, kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. So, okay. So that's, that's the physical. And like, this is perhaps like your sort of alpha man, someone who has the capacity in which to not be stressed out and spastic about life, right? Like that's taken care of. And now he has the freedom to pay attention to you and devote some time and, and adventure into spending some time with you. Yeah. What is uh, what is that time and like the psychology that that really turns you on when when a man is witty. present with you? Oh, I was gonna say witty. <laughs> okay, well that too. Yeah, like, I like a guy that can keep up. Like I want to be able to like. Sometimes I'm not the sweetest girl, and like I talk some shit, and like I just want someone that I can laugh with and have some fun and have a couple of drinks and like not a lot of judgment. I mean, I've definitely had my fun sexually and I've dated guys before that are like, Oh, I've never done a drug and I don't do this. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call myself like crazy, no fetishes, but like, you know, I definitely want someone that wants to have fun. Okay. So if you wouldn't mind, let's, let's share some stories around some dating adventures that you've had that have been particularly memorable either like a, a wild date that was like so hot and, and incredible, or it could even be a moment that was particularly connected and just intimate and special. Usually I would have a lot of stories, but because of COVID, I haven't really been dating. So I have to like really look back at my files. I mean, I could tell you like a recent guy that I went out with that I gave a chance that I knew wasn't my type. And I tried and we went on like two dates and then... I was actually telling Nish about this, like when a guy like messages you and he's like, Oh, I want to see you again. I I miss you. I hate, I miss you when we've only hung out twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You really miss me. Red flag. Um, (laughs) Like, okay, give me a a little time here. (laughs) um, But so I wrote him like, I would rather be upfront. We're not wasting each other's time. I'm, you know, I was like, look, I just don't really think that we're compatible. And he kind of looked past my comment and just like sent me a picture of his office. And he was like, can't wait to see you later. <laughs> I was like, wait, did, did you read what I just wrote you? <laughs> like, or when a guy's like, why didn't you reply? And I was like, that's my response. <laughs> I, <not reply. laughs> I don't have any really interesting, new, fun dating stories, to be honest. Because I, you know, I don't want to meet somebody on tint bumble or raya right now because it's like we can't even go out for drinks so mm. we're automatically have to go to each other's house which is yeah like, or a hike you know? yeah. yeah got it so now it's the time for just focusing on you and taking care of your and your stuff so there's there's something fascinating too like i have a lot of friends who when they do get intimate with a man they will immediately turn on the get attached mode and that doesn't seem to be the case in, or it doesn't seem to be the scenario in your case, right? Yeah. Like, but I don't know if that's a good thing though, because I think I can somehow establish the difference between 
a romantic relationship and a guy that I am sexually attracted mm-hmm. to that we are friends. We're respectful to each other. We're like not messy. We're not in each other's business, but like I've definitely had sexual relationships so I could separate it, which I don't necessarily think is a good thing. Um, well, it's, it's actually very interesting because a lot of times that, that, that really is the, the scenario you're intimate with someone, you have the genitals stimulated, all the, all the, the chemicals are flowing through your body and, and you create this, connection and the oxytocin is there and and you know it can be very easy to get attached to that and associate those feelings with the other person and so I think a lot of times that's associating like an idea like the dream of this person and like the guy that I went out with the two times like I mean, I hate to admit this, but I slept with him on the second night, which I probably shouldn't have. (laughs) But I knew that I didn't really like him. Maybe it was COVID and I was lonely, whatever it was, but like Afterwards, I was like, okay, I know this is not what I want. Mm. It's just like, yeah. So I think he was looking at me like, oh, I really like you. I want more. And I'm like, I think this is just like an idea of someone being in your bed and someone being in your house and someone that cooks, but like not necessarily me. So that was an easy way to separate the two of us. The sex wasn't good. Oh, wow. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So is there, is there like a checklist that you have when, when, because that's something that you do need some kind of framework in order to sort of decipher all the emotions that are going on as well. And it sounds like you've been able to filter through rather easily. You have the ability to say, okay, my body wants this, but my future wants something different. What sort of process do you implement when you, when you do decide that maybe this isn't quite the right thing? I mean, I think it's just like, uh, you know, I have a lot of guy friends that, you know, maybe over the years we've slept together once, like maybe we were both curious, but like we are able to know that like we're better off as friends and like, that's okay. And like, I'm not insulted by that. I don't think they are. Like, I think it's just open for a conversation. Yeah. I don't know. That's maybe where I'm fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now I have a question I love to ask because everyone has a different way of dealing with it. And I'd love to just to peel back the layers and see when it comes to connecting with other people, we often, you know, we, we have jealousy. Jealousy is a part of everyone's life. I'm curious to see how Mallory, like, how do you deal with jealousy? Like everybody else, I do a little stalking. I like, <sighs> and then like, eventually you just have to wake up and be like, what, wait, what am I jealous of? I don't, I don't know. I'm working on not being jealous. And like, I feel like, um, I definitely had at least two instances where I caught myself like stalking this girl and I don't even think it was about the guy anymore. Like I wasn't even looking at the guy's page. <laughs> like, I didn't even care about him. I was like, who is this bitch? And then you start to realize like, wait, I'm actually going crazy. <laughs> and it's like, they took your dream. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I've definitely been a little jealous in that way. I try not to be jealous of other women. I try to realize that usually it's the guy's fault. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We always get mad at each other, but he was probably a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely try not to be jealous. Mm. And then on the flip side of that, you definitely seem like a, a, a free spirit, someone who, you know, is comfortable in her own skin and you like to have some adventures. Yeah. How would you deal with jealousy from a man? I am not, I don't want any kind of that. I don't want jealousy in my relationship. I kind of want like a free reign of 
if I tell you I'm not doing something, I'm not doing it. If I say I didn't, like, I don't want to be a lot. I think not being a liar is what helps people to not be jealous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, you know, I want to be able to say I'm going to Palm Springs for the weekend and I don't need someone to ask me, well, who are you going with? Who's paying for it? Well, who da, 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 da. <laughs> And that comes from being alone for a while. And, you know, if I went into a relationship, I've definitely had, I dated this guy for maybe three months, maybe like a summer or two ago. And I just, there were little things that he was saying to me, like, a lot of, I don't wear a bra all the, like if I don't go to work, I'm usually not wearing a bra. And he had like comments to me about not wearing a bra or about how much makeup I wore or just like little things. And I was like, look, you've got the wrong girl. Like this mm. is not changing. If I don't want to wear a fucking bra, I'm not going to wear a bra. <laughs> but it was just little things that he was trying to like mold me into this woman that he wanted me to be. And it Mm. came off as very controlling. And, you know, how do you know this guy? Have you slept with this guy? And it was just like, who cares? (laughs) So we are working towards wrapping up here and I'd love to get a story before we end. Tell us a story of maybe a date that was just a disaster. This guy that I have, we've been going like back and forth. He lives in New York. Obviously I'm in LA and like, I just kind of have like a little crush on him, whatever it is. We went out to Mastro's for dinner and he's a vegetarian, but I wanted to go anyways. Okay. (laughs) And it was just one of these days where like I was working hard. All I wanted to do was smoke a little pot, drink some tequila and just relax. Anyways, I hadn't eaten all day. <laughs> Finally told me to make it to Mastro's. I'm probably five, six, ten drinks in. And they undercooked my steak twice. So I end up not eating dinner. <laughs> oh. We go back to his hotel room and he's definitely a gentleman. Nothing happened. But I know that there was like... I don't know if I passed out. I don't know if I was rude. (laughs) Instead of dealing with it, I blocked him. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what I did. So I'm just going to block him and give myself some breathing time. And then maybe like two days later, I unblock him and he's like, are you so mad at me? And I'm like, oh shit, was I the one mad at you or are you mad at me? (laughs) I was like, I was like, let's just say I'm embarrassed. I was wasted. And this was only like the third or fourth time we hung out. So we got back on the track though. And I think, you know, we're good. So always eat on a drinking date. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Awesome. Well, Mallory, it has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Thank you again. I've got Thank a lot you. of good stuff for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And yeah, everything. Okay, great. I will talk to you soon. We shall see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And so if we do find that older gentleman with the bald older gentleman who wants to get in touch with you, should we should we just put a link to your to your graffiti library and they can they can hit you up with a DM? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I take All investors right. too. <laughs> there you go, guys. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. Don't forget to swing by, drop us a review on iTunes. Uh, give us a positive review, hit that five-star rating. We love that. Of course, if you do have some feedback, let us know so we can keep growing. And if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single or just shoot me a DM at follow Noah. That's it. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.